And that these bears can bite. They can kill. And if I am weak, I go down. I love them with all my heart. I will protect them. I will die for them. But I will not die at their claws and paws. I will fight. I will be strong. I will be one of them. I will be the master, still a kind warrior. Timothy Treadwell. That bear, I think that day, decided he either had enough of Tim Treadwell or something in clicked in that brain's head to where he thought, hey, you know, he might be good to eat. Sam Agel. Hi everyone, welcome to Cryptozoomology. This is Kyle, joined as always by... Hey guys, it's Lorna. Drew's Andrew still muted. muted. Well, Drew's muted, so I'm going to say it because he decided to take a oh, drink. Oh, I unmuted, sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's Drew, I thought I unmuted. I hit, it, I hit it on both ends. False. Uh, today... I'm going to talk about my pants aren't on fire. The, well, we don't know. I'm going to talk about the case of Timothy Treadwell and Bear 141, which uh, is part of my Man Eater series. But this isn't really a case of a man eater. You'll understand more as we talk about the episode. Uh, but what I'm going to do sounds like a case of an idiot. It's very much so. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over the timeline of events that went from Timothy Treadwell's uh, beginnings all the way to his ending. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. And of course, you two are more than welcome to jump in and chime with little bits as we do. Okay. So, really? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you can. You have my uh, will be a minute. All right. April 29, 1957. Timothy William Dexter was born on Long Island, New York, to Carol and Valentine Dexter. He is like, I, I don't have the number up again. He is like, I think, fifth of six children or something like that. That his parents got busy. Uh, throughout high, throughout his childhood, he was seen as a quote-unquote normal child. And during high school, uh, he was the swimming team star diver. He was very fond of animals, and he kept a squirrel named Willie as a pet. Uh, his parents said he was an ordinary young man until he went away to college. College is where things Damn started... you, college! <laughs> college is where things started getting weird for good old Timothy. Uh, for college, he went to Southern California and claimed to be a British orphan. And on other occasions, he claimed he was from Australia. No one knows why. It just he just kind of did. Interesting. Uh, Timothy tried to become an actor, and after losing role after role, he turned to alcohol, heroin, and then cocaine. Things. Are we sure this isn't a Bailey Sarian podcast? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. things. <laughs> Things got really bad for Timothy after he lost a big role to a kind of small show known as Cheers, and he lost the role to up-and-coming actor Woody Harrelson. Ooh. He was okay. 
but he was the but, second but, pick for that role, but Woody beat him. But I have a very, very big place in my heart for Woody Harrelson. So oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I like Woody Harrelson more than Timothy Treadwell. So uh in nineteen eighty-seven, he legally changed his surname from Dexter to Treadwell, which is a name his mother's family uh would use informally throughout the years. At one point during the late 80s, Timothy was at the peak of his drug abuse and had an overdose of cocaine and heroin, which almost took his life. He was saved by a Vietnam veteran named Terry, who was kind of a close friend of his. Uh, Terry was a bear enthusiast and advised Timothy to change his ways in life and study bears. So Timothy took his advice and moved to Alaska, which became the uh, turning point for his life and career. Would you hold up, Lorna? I couldn't see it. Oh, hold on a second. A BB? No, mm -hmm. it's a BB. That's my buddy. <laughs> uh. As a lover of animals since a child, Timothy decided to travel to Alaska to watch bears. Uh, during this time, he wrote the book Among Grizzlies, Living with Wild Bears in Alaska, and that in his first encounter with a wild bear, he knew he found his calling in life, and his destiny was now intertwined with the bears. It had become his mission to protect bears. However... He's also said that his first encounter with a grizzly bear wasn't as magical as he thought because the grizzly bear took one look at him and ran off. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, human. Yeah. Uh, Timothy began setting up camps in Alaska in Hollow Bay, uh, an area also known as Grizzly Sanctuary. He later claimed that when he set his eyes upon the first bear after moving to Alaska, uh, he found his calling in life. But the bear ran away from uh, seeing Timothy, which saddened him deeply. He was a sad Well, that's his man. own damn fault. <laughs> uh, we're now getting into the early 1990s, which is around when I was born. Hi. What? Nothing. You took my joke from last week. Fair enough. <laughs> I am a thief, though. So. That's okay. Uh, Timothy was all alone during his expeditions and was spotted by filmmaker Mark Emery. I really thought you were about to say Mark Hamill. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> whoa. Whoa, dude, whoa. Uh, Timothy told Mark he did not want to stay there anymore because the bears had begun entering his camps and he was scared for his life. No, oh, really? Uh, uh, as we will see later on in the story, uh, apparently Timothy got over that. And he's an idiot. Uh, Timothy, Timothy moved back to California, now completely sober, and brimming with a new hope inside. He, along with his girlfriend at the time, Amy Huguenard, I had to get Google Translate to double-check that, uh, began a non-profit group called Grizzly People to fund his trips to Alaska to further study bears. Huh. Over the next few years, Timothy Treadwell began visiting Alaska in the beginning of every season to study bears. He became extremely popular over time, owing his ability to get extremely close to the grizzly bears, and he would also play with their cubs. Listeners, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. It's what you told us not to do! Listeners, don't, don't be like Timothy. You will see what happens in this story. I, I'm willing to bet you can guess what happened from the quote at the beginning of the show, but don't get close to the grizzly bears. 
he claimed that he was very careful while touching the bears and going near them. He also said that he had developed a sense of a sense of mutual trust and respect with the animals. He didn't. Listeners, he did not. Don't go near the bears. It does not end well. Mm-hmm. The bears. The bears. He also stated that he saw many of the same bears every time he went to Alaska, which honestly was probably true. They they kind of stayed in their they kind of stay in their own territories. So he probably did see a lot of the same bears often. Uh, and had built a relationship with them while also naming the bears. I'm going to read y'all an actual quote from Timothy Treadwell from, uh, I believe this is from his book, and this is one of the bear names, but I saw it and I knew I had to put it in the show just because of how ridiculous it is. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the bear, Miss Chocolate, has left me some uh, some of her poop. It's her crap. It was just in her butt, and it's still warm. It's a gift from Miss Chocolate. Timothy was a little okay. bit of a nutso. A little bit? A little bit. A little bit. And here I am eating. <laughs> Towards the I end know. of the summer... He would move to an area known as Grizzly Maze. It was the time and place where the chances of getting in touch with bears were the highest. That'll be important later. Hmm. Uh, He became notorious among National Park servicemen as they claimed he had broken many rules during his time. And he had stayed longer than he legally could and got too close to the bears. From 1994 to 2003, he faced six park violation charges and also broke several guidelines on storing food and other equipment. There's also a story of uh, like people becoming fans of Timothy Treadwell and him becoming super paranoid. Uh, there's one story where some people saw Timothy's camp And so they wrote, hi, Timothy, we see you on a rock, just kind of as a nice, hey, we know you're out here. But Timothy (laughs) thought it was the park (laughs) rangers threatening him. Oh, I thought that was here. I was going to say, did he think it was the bears that did it? No. Oh, no, no, he was in love with the bears. He trusted the bears. That's what I'm saying. I thought he was probably thinking, like, they can write. (laughs) No, Timothy was full on convinced he was in a war with the rangers. Oh God, listeners! Okay, listen, listen to the Rangers. They're there for for a reason. It's their job to keep you safe. Uh, Timothy Treadwell recorded almost 100 hours of documentary footage, which was later cobbled together to create a documentary called Grizzly Man, which I'll talk about more later in the episode. Uh, in 1997, he wrote the book Among Grizzlies. Uh, which became very popular, especially among bear enthusiasts. So yeah, he was a good writer and a good videographer. But keep in mind that he had a camera. That will be very important later. Okay. So now we're in the 2000s, which is very close to the main event. As what what I'm going to call it. Uh, Treadwell had become known, had become a known man in the country, owing much of it to his vast media attention. He also became a subject of curiosity among environmentalists around the country. During this time, he was invited to speak at many conferences, such as environmental activists, uh, oh, environmental activities. Uh, he would tour around to different schools in the country to educate children about grizzly bears and was invited by the Discovery Channel and the Late Show with David Letterman to share his experience, 
experience of living among grizzlies. However, throughout his stay among the bears in Alaska, the National Park Service kept having conflicts with Timothy. At first, he used to be alone, but over time, uh, other people began accompanying him. He had no license as a guide, and despite that, he guided tourists throughout the park. Oy. Initially, wow. he also followed safety protocols, or in, he used to follow safety protocols and carry bear pepper spray uh, with him and only mm. used it on one occasion. He then felt bad for how it made the bear feel, so he decided never to use it again. Listeners, bear pepper spray is made to help you. It's going to cause the bear some discomfort for a couple hours, but that's its job. That way the bear doesn't eat you. All right. October 2003. Timothy and Amy visited Alaska and were setting up their camps. Amy feared the bears and felt very uncomfortable in their presence. Her final journal entry indicated she wanted to be far away from their camp location. Amy was a smart cookie. Yes, she was. Amy Amy did not agree with a lot of the things uh, Timothy was doing, and she tried to get him to stop doing it. Oh, no. Uh, Timothy set up his campsite near a salmon stream where wild bears commonly fed in autumn. The couple was in the park <sighs> later in the year than normal at a time where bears attempt to gain as much fat as possible before winter. Food was scarce uh, that autumn, causing the bears to become more aggressive than usual. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Timothy had a bond with the bears, so it was okay. Sure he did. Talk about hubris, man. <laughs> hubris. Excuse not hubris. 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 Yes. <laughs> Uh, Timothy and Amy were to leave the park at his usual time of year and had actually returned to Kodiak on September 26 to store their gear for the season and catch a connecting flight to return home to California. However, uh, Timothy got into an argument with the airline ticketer over the price of altering his return flight ticket. So, he and sadly Amy decided to stay at their campsite until September 29th, which was an additional week longer than they wanted to be. I don't like where this is going. Timothy also wanted to locate his favorite female bear uh, because he had seen her and he was worried about her. Who's ready for another quote from Timothy? Please, no. I've had my troubles with girls. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you something. If Saturn was a female human, I could just see how beautiful she is as a bear. I've always called her the Michelle Pfeiffer of bears out here. I mean, yes, Michelle Pfeiffer is gorgeous, but that's just weird. This is also... Uh, listeners, this is also the same guy who uh, claimed gay people had no problems and he wished he was gay so he'd have less problems. Ah, That's an actual quote from Timothy. <laughs> Wait, say that one more that time? One. I didn't catch that. Uh, he claimed that gay people have no problems and he wished he was gay so he could have less problems. I have no idea why that was in his book. He just wrote it. It, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, the bear Timothy had been u- had been used to seeing during the summer had already gone into hibernation, and the bears that Timothy did not know from other parts of the park were moving into the area. Some of the last footage taken by Timothy 
hours before his death, include a video of a bear diving into a river repeatedly for a piece of dead sal uh, dead salmon. Timothy mentioned in the footage. Uh, what? Timothy mentioned in the footage he did him. not feel comfortable around that particular bear. Uh, listeners, when a bear is diving at water, no, 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 or... I'm not worried about that. <laughs> I know exactly what she's worried about. What you do not pronounce the L in salmon. It's my episode. My father-in-law does that, <laughs> and it drives me insane. My upset. I can do what I want. It's my I podcast. Care. I can do what I want. I don't care. Listener, I'm going to call you out on it. Listeners, no, it, when a bear is constantly jumping for a piece of salmon in the river, it's because they are desperate. That That's not a good thing to see a bear doing. Around noon on Sunday, October 5th, 2003, Timothy spoke to an associate in California by satellite phone and mentioned that as of then, he had no problems with any bears. The next day, October 6th, Willie Futon, which I just want to say I love how his squirrel was named Willie, and now there's another Willie in the story. Uh, is a was a Kodiak Air taxi pilot, and arrived at Timothy and Amy's campsite to pick them up, but found the area abandoned, except for one bear, and and contacted the local rangers. Timothy's disfigured head, partial spine, and right forearm and hand, which still had its his watch. Uh, on, were recovered a short distance from the camp. Amy's partial remains were found next to the torn and collapsed tent, partially buried in a mound of twigs and soil. Bear 141, also known as the machine, was protecting the campsite. <laughs> yeah. Is this name Bert Kreshner? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to name the bear Bert, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, bear 141 was protecting the campsite and was killed by the rangers during their attempts to retrieve the bodies. A second, a second younger bear was also killed a short time later when it charged at the park rangers. An on-site necropsy of 141 revealed human body parts such as fingers and limbs. When the rangers went to perform the test on the younger bear, they discovered that other animals have already eaten it. Which was incredibly quick. Uh, in the 85-year history of that national park, this was the first known incident of a person being killed by a bear. During the investigation of the campsite, a video camera was found turned on. The lens cap was still on the camera, meaning no video of the event was found. However, the camera did pick up audio. Y'all ready for this part? This is a no. This is a little rough. Oh, oh no. Uh, the camera had been turned on just before the attack and recorded only six minutes of audio before running out of tape. This, however, was enough to record the bear's initial attack on Timothy and his agonizing screams. Oh, God. The tape begins with Treadwell yelling that he was being attacked. Come out here. I'm being killed out here, he screamed. It then has the sound of Amy telling Timothy to play dead as she attacked the bear, the sound of the bear running off, and then it returning to carry Treadwell's body into the forest. 
Jewel Palvok, who was an ex-girlfriend of Timothy, was given all of his belongings because that's what he put in his will. He wanted her to have everything. This included the video camera and the only known tape of the attack. That that'll Upward. be that'll be important later. Werner, <laughs> I bet she cashed in on it. Mm. Warner Herzog, uh, the director for the documentary Grizzly Man, was given permission by Jewel to listen to the tape. He refrained from making this a part of his film, but was filmed while listening to it, and it showed how distressed he was. After listening to the tape, all he could say was, you should never listen to it, and you should rather destroy it. Uh, Jewel slept on the idea and decided not to destroy the tape. Instead, she put it in a bank vault far away from where she lived, a decision that Warner would later call much wiser than destroying it. That's the end of the story for Timothy Treadwell and Bear 141, a.k.a. The Machine. You all have any thoughts? Of... Say what? So basically the definition of fuck around and find out. Yeah. Uh, we, Talk I have some, some hubris, man. Yeah. I have some theories to go over and... Uh, just to talk about what happened, because we're not really sure what happened between uh, Treadwell and 141 that caused the attack. Hmm. But we have some ideas. Uh, the first thing I want to say is I do not think Bear 141 was a man-eater. I think this story was the start of a man-eater. Uh, because I don't think... I think Timothy was the first human this bear attacked, but if the rangers hadn't killed it, I don't think Timothy would have been the last. I, I think four one four. I think four one four was about to become a big man eater problem. You mean one four one? Yeah, the machine. Uh, Burke <laughs> But have you not heard any his joke on that? I have. I've seen, I've okay. listened to his podcast too. Okay. So, you know, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. He, he's a bear of a man anyway, so. I think Netflix is go- is working on a movie based on his machine story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as mentioned earlier, Treadwell was recording a bear that he felt uncomfortable with. It is highly believed he was sitting there recording bear one for one during this. Uh, who was acting desperate for food before hibernation. Okay. Here's my chain of events. This this isn't a theory. This is just what I believed happened. I think uh, 141 entered the couple's camp because, you know, Timothy doesn't store food the right way. It found the bear found the food Timothy left out, and then Timothy startled the bear, which caused the first attack. Amy, who, in my opinion, is the victim of this story, Timothy fucked around and found out. And Amy didn't want him mm-hmm. there. Amy came out to try to save Timothy, and uh, she got killed because of it. The bear attacked, turned and attacked her, and then the bear was like, "Huh, there's a lot of meat here now," and yeah, went to town on their corpses. Uh, as for the other bear, that one I think was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, the, the rangers were already worried about one bear attacking people. This bear was just trying to hunt. It saw some people charged at them to try to scare them off, but the ranger shot and killed it. I, I think that bear was just wrong place, wrong time. Poor yeah, guy. it's usually how it goes for stuff like that. 
Uh, do y'all have, because I know this story is a little bit shorter, but uh, do y'all have any notes before we get into pop culture? Because there is some pop culture for this. I kind of want to listen to the to the uh, audio. <laughs> this is news to me. I've never heard. I don't know even pop culture about stuff like that. So, the first pop culture I'm going to talk about is Grizzly Man, which is the documentary series I talked about earlier in the episode. <sighs> Where'd a Herzog? Sounds really familiar. Uh, I think he's done some other stuff, if I remember right. But oh, I'd have to look it up. Uh, it is a documentary that's all about Timothy and his life leading up to his death that originally was released on Discovery Channel. However, you can currently watch it for free on YouTube with ads, and it's about two hours long. It's worth a watch. Uh, the Grizzly Man Diaries is an eight-episode miniseries that premiered on Animal Planet in 2008 and is a spinoff of the Grizzly Man documentaries. Uh, it chronicles the last decade of Treadwell's life with his diary entries, footage, and photographs he took during the expeditions. Now, to the thing Lorna mentioned a second ago about wanting to listen to the audio, there are quite literally hundreds of videos on YouTube claiming to be the last audio of Timothy Treadwell and his girlfriend during the bear attack. None of them have been proven true. The vast mm. majority of them have been proven to be false. Uh, again, the only known actual video of the attack is owned by Jewel, and she has it locked up in a bake vault far away from where she lives. Like, it, it's very difficult for her to get to it. Mm. Yes, Lorna? Okay. No, Warner Herzog was... Um, he was on The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. And What Dreams May Come. That's a good movie. Okay. That's why I recognize the name. There you go. Okay. So, this is going to be the closing for my notes, and then we can bullshit for a while. Hi, Kay. Hey, BS. Uh, here is, and I have two quotes in here, and I know Lorna will know one of them. But uh, here's a quote from Timothy Treadwell. Death is inevitable from the perspective that if you're done here on Earth, you have completed what is necessary to have been done here and you are now ready to further the discovery slash growth of self which occurs in the dimensions. It's time to go. That's his view on death, which kind of beautiful, but you also dragged your girlfriend into it, so I, I don't think she was ready. <laughs> I know it sounds like I'm hating on Timothy, and that's because I am. He was a fucking idiot. He was arrogant. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. He was a good environmentalist, and he did stop bear poaching in that the grizzly sanctuary when he was there. Uh, the foundation that he ran called uh, Grizzly People stated that all bear poaching stopped when Timothy was there, but uh, the year following his death, five grizzlies were killed by people. Wow. And uh, grizzly people is still going around. I've gone on their website. It's, at least from what I can tell, it's still going, but I'm not sure. Uh... Now, 
Timothy Treadwell, in my opinion, is oh, Lauren has got a cookie. Okay. I have homemade peanut butter cookies. Booyah. Timothy yeah. Treadwell is quite literally the definition of fucked around and found out. I mean. Because of his ego, two people and two bears were killed. Which I'm sure he had the best intentions, but some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Dr. Alan Grant, Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> He's talking to Billy about, you know, Stealing the park. Directory. Well, in the park. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's all my notes I have for Timothy Treadwell. Uh, this one I knew was going to be shorter because it only really had the death of two people. And like later man man eaters I'm going to talk about have quite a lot of death in them and much longer mm -hmm. stories. But I felt like this was a good way to kind of ease into the story since Lorna covered the beast of Shavadon. That one. And that's yeah. all that's considered one of the most popular man eater cases. Uh so listeners, if you want to hear that, go look at her werewolf episode. She's already covered it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was good too. But the way she said it. But anyway, I have stolen the spotlight for a while, so now you two talk for a minute because my throat's oh. dry. But I have Chickens. cookies. Diners things turned out well. The girls and I made them. Yeah, peanut butter cookies are always so good. It's hard to explain how good they are. And so easy to make. It's literally yep. one cup of sugar, one cup of peanut butter, one egg. Speak, speaking speaking of the cookies, I saw, I think, uh, I know Dylan Hollis makes them on TikTok and his face on Harry. All the good ones that he doesn't expect to work are so good. I want to try like a lot of his recipes. Like, oh, yeah. Can I want to do the avocado bread? Oh, that's that looks so good. I want to do the pumpkin quickies. Where it's literally like an egg and what, like the cake mix. I think so. Um, the um, I want to try the Christmas crack, which I've had before, but I want to make it, mm. and it's really good. Um, first yeah, time no. I heard, Dylan I read the Christmas crack. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I I don't even know how I found him, but. When I did, I was like, okay, I like your stuff. Listeners, when I told them to talk, I thought they were going to talk about the show, but I guess we're getting cookie recipes. What? I had a cookie. Oh, you didn't I had a cookie so... during the show. I had two cookies during the show, so we're technically talking about the show. Yeah. Well, then if we're going to talk In about a about crack, then let's talk about February 24th, Cocaine Bear. No, no more. Well, it's about either. bears, so go for it. Yeah. I mean, that's it. The The movie comes out February 24th, and I think I have that day off, so I'm going to go see it opening night. I will be working on Disco Cabaret. Ooh, fancy. Hopefully, I will be doing makeup for Disco Cabaret. Ooh, fancy. Speaking Which, listeners, listeners, Disco Cabaret happens for two nights, Friday, February 4th, Saturday, February 25th. It will be at Discovery, and it's going to be fun, and there's going to be some audience participation, and I hope you guys are ready. Please buy tickets and come. It's going to be great. It's an original show, and it's going to be dirty. Yeah. And we'll be brought to you by Arkansas Circus Arts. Raid Shadow Legends. Huh? Nothing. It's a, it's a meme. Okay. I might have the 25th off. 
I might try to make it to that show, depending on how things go. Tickets are on sale online. You can go through Arkansas Circus Arts website or any of their social media. And I will probably be posting a link. Yeah. It's two nights. You have two chances. Don't fuck it up. Well, I'm only going to have one chance because the the 24th is Cocaine Bear and I'm seeing Cocaine Bear. You You still technically have two chances. You just chose to only take the one chance. Yeah. To, to make it very clear, I'm willingly choosing to lose one chance to go see a movie about a bear that does coke. So that movie looks fucking ridiculous. I know, I can't wait. My wait, it, it's really cute how my dad thinks he's not gonna go see it with me. That's 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 fair, actually. But yeah, listeners, if y'all have two hours to kill. Check out Grizzly Man see on me. YouTube. It's not Come bad. see me. Come see me. Go see Lorna. At, at, at Disco Cabaret. I'm going to see Lorna. Not this Friday, but the following Friday. Or Saturday. Saturday. There you go. Following Saturday. Well, I, I should have all three days off. So I'm trying to decide... I don't know. We'll figure it out later. I'll say, I'm not putting anybody up on Friday night. <laughs> it's just, only going to be on Saturday. <laughs> I'll just tie it up on the roof. <laughs> Honestly, okay. that, that Friday, I'll probably just sleep all day and then come up sometime Saturday. Mm. I mean, party starts at four. There we go. If you want another fun movie for the kids, or should I, should I say kids, but also mostly adults, Puss in Boots, Last Wish. You talked about that last episode. I'm still yeah. going to keep talking about it. He keeps talking about talk about cocaine bear, so it's fair. No, it's not, because you've already used your constant talk about thing. Possums. No, there was a very long time when we first started this uh, podcast where every episode Drew talked about Common Rider. So, and that was before they well, got their own podcast, podcast. So I don't have to. So Drew's already used his constant motorboat thing yeah well i have all five shrek movies so shush i have all the shrek collections shut up isn't there only four shrek movies though i I had the collection has like six things in it you're no good past like the second movie (laughs) well this this one has the uh musical the musical's fucking great okay (laughs) Don't get me wrong, I like musicals, but that was kind of a beating a dead horse thing there. It can't be any worse than the Spider-Man musical, where everyone kept getting hurt trying to make. Violet Night is amazing. I have yet to see it. Yeah. It's 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 worth it. We rented it, and it's you're going to love it. Well, I know I'm going to love it. It's David Harbour. Yeah. I want more of it. It's hot. And Santa. John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. Amazing. He, he is such a good villain. I mean, look at him in Spawn. Bye, later. He was also in Moulin Rouge and The Pest and Romeo and Juliet. Yep. And the Mario movie. Yep. Uh, he was such a good Luigi. And Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie. That's the full title. I know. My mom was obsessed with that movie. Wesley Snipes was great in that, too. I don't know if I've seen it. Probably not. It's good. It's wonderful. It's got Wesley Snipes, Patrick Swayze, John Leguizamo, Stalker Channing, uh, Robin Williams, Naomi Campbell makes an appearance. Um... Um. Uh, who else? I don't know, but it's good. Yeah, what she said. I'll take your word for it. Alrighty then. Well, that's everything I've got. So chickens, 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 chickens. 
we'll have to wait for Lorna to come back to do uh, announce next week's episode. I gotta figure out what I'm doing. I'm I'm I've been looking at stuff, but there was something I saw online the other day, but I can't remember what it is, and it's not on the computer. It's in my Google search on the on the phone, but it's like it was something really interesting. I've got a whole list for the next year, so I'm set. I need to get a whole list, but every time I want to, I keep changing ideas. Cause it just Welcome back, Lorna. Because some of them I need Hi. somebody for, because he whined about it, Nathan. You're a grown adult. Do what you want. Pirates. Yeah. He got upset about that, remember? Okay. And it's not his show. <laughs> Man. All right, do we have any other announcements? I told everybody about Disco Cabaret. My birthday's next week. I know. And I am somewhat ready for it. I just got to figure out pants. Oh, I'm ready. I've got all my stuff ready. I got her gift. I just have to go buy the stuff to wrap her gift. Boom. I have done no planning. I have nothing. I had... Except the backyard. Armor picked out for this. The one I had got was sold out. Uh... Was it a hat with horns? No, no, no. It was like actual. It's in the group chat. I, I know. I was being a smart ass. Oh, I know. No, no. That was. I did that for something else. Not doing that ever again. What? It's in the group chat. When did you yep. send it? Uh, a while ago. I was to say probably about a week or so ago. Okay. But I got I got stuff to replace it so I'm literally working on it. Yeah, it was it looks so cool and it's like when I went to go when I had enough to go buy it, like currently unavailable like fuck. Listeners, I'm constantly giving him the thumbs up. I realized y'all cannot see it. And if you can see it, there's an issue. (laughs) If you can't see it. Why are you why are you uh um peeking at our you know Get out of our Zoom why are you, meeting. Why are you hacking into our Zoom meeting? You can't what is wrong here. with you, people? You're not in our group. Get out. You can't sit with us. You can't sit with us. Oh, I figured God. that was pretty close. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I still have to get all my stuff. Yeah. All righty, then. Yeah. yeah. Except for my pants. I have everything, but I have, I don't have anything but pants. Hmm. Fair. I'm hoping my shirt fits. I've already done a test wear for all my stuff. I am good to go. I haven't had a chance to. I know where I'm getting my hurt on, too. <gasps> it's just going to be brave and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. My whole next series, which I have no idea who is, it, I don't know. I have no idea how long it's going to take. We'll just, you know, play it by ear, but it's going to be quite a long series because this is my absolute favorite thing in the entire world. This is the reason that I am, you know, as weird as I am. I used to, you know, make my Barbies. Like, Ken was Ken was a hoe. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, my Barbies po- practice polyamory, apparently. Huh. <laughs> but, no, it will be the most amazing uh cryptid out there vampires yeah. i have paced myself and waited over a year to do this vampires have been one of my biggest loves since i was a teeny tiny tot because i loved the count the Count was my favorite character on Sesame Street. God, yes. And I have trivia about him when I get to pop culture. So I can't wait. It's going to be great. I haven't quite structured the the series yet. Um, I mean, you know, I usually start with like a history of kind of thing. But uh, 
yeah, it's going to be fun. And I hope you guys enjoy this ride with me because hopefully by the time we're done, I get to go to New Orleans. Yay. Just saying. Yeah. That is my dream city to go to in the U.S. I want to go back to Chicago. I just want to go to the museum. I want to come to New Orleans. You know why? Because not only vampires, New Orleans has Cajun food and wonderful music and all the history and ghost tours and vampire tours and you and you and I could totally learn more about New Orleans voodoo and just be like ah, in heaven. I want to go because one food. of my friends lives down there. And I haven't seen her in a while. Food. Also food. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I like, I'm really torn on if I want to go. Like, like it is a goal within the next five years to go to New Orleans. And because I want to go before I'm 40 and I'm going to be 34 next week. What the fuck? Will officially be the same age. No, you're still two, three weeks older than me. You just let me have that. <laughs> no, I'm never. I'm forever going to be 25. Oh, I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be 34, but I have an age past 27. There. Like people are always like, "You're, you're in your 30s." Like, That's what yeah. happens when you kill the Pope? Nope, wasn't that SPF, man? SPF. <laughs> All right. Oh, that yeah, might have been part of sure. my deal, though. That might have been part of my deal. I didn't read all the fine lines. The fine print. Oh, well. Until next time, stay out of the shadows. Beware the bears. Salomon. <laughs>